0: The following is a paid program and the views expressed on this show do not represent the views of WJZ AM, Intercom Communications, its sponsors or affiliates. The following is a pre-recorded show. This is AHA Business Radio, creating AHA moments for business, by business and about business. Providing opportunities to discover information to help you run your business and guide your decision making. The more you know, the better decisions you make. AHA Business Radio is produced by Alan Hirsch Advisors. For more information, log on to ahabusinessradio.com. To join in tonight's conversation, call 410-823-1812. Now, here's your host for AHA Business Radio, Alan Hirsch.
1: Welcome to the show this evening. My guest uh, tonight is Victor Brick, CEO of the PF Growth
2: Partners. Uh, Welcome to the show, Victor. It's a pleasure, being on here, Alan. Thank you for inviting me.
1: It's my pleasure. I usually ask this first question to just about every guest. What motivates you to get up in the morning and go to work?
2: Making a difference in the world. Uh, Building something that's bigger than myself and uh, advocating something I truly believe in, which is health, wellness, and personal well-being.
1: Okay. Okay. So how did you get started in this? I know you started with uh, Brick Bodies, so I guess you did. Uh, yep. That's where I first heard about you. So how did you get started?
2: So uh, the, my wife, Lynn, was a nurse, and I was a recreation director and a basketball coach. We were living in Lutherville, Timonium, and I had about my office hours were from 1 to 2.30 daily. I probably shouldn't say that because the rec department's probably going to try to come back and get some of my paychecks. But my office hours were from 1 to 2.30 daily, and I hired a high school kid to watch my office. And I went out and I played all day. And I I was teaching tennis. I was coaching basketball at Towson, where I had played as an athlete. I was uh, refereeing basketball. I was teaching uh, college courses at UMBC uh, in the evening and at uh, Essex and uh, Catonsville in Baltimore. And I was uh, uh, combining all these different sources of revenue – to develop, it's something comfortable living. I had a soda machine in front of my rec office that uh, I had the key to, and I get forty dollars with the quarters out every week, so I had some spending money. So life was really great. Meanwhile, Lynn's working as a nurse. She's working at the shock trauma unit, first shock trauma in the world, as you know, know right. University of Maryland. And she was one of the first groups. She worked with Dr. Cowley, who started the concept. And I'm working half days, of course, and she was only working half days too. The only difference was her half days were twelve midnight to twelve noon. So here I am, here I am, just kind of really plain. And all of a sudden, the spring rolls around. We've just been married a couple of, uh, just a couple of months, actually. Spring rolls around, and a uh, couple of years rather. A uh, spring rolls around, and I, you know, college teaching ends, and basketball coaching ends, and basketball refereeing ends, and all these sources of income kind of go away. And all of a sudden, I need some more income. So I answered an ad in the paper for an aerobic instructor at the Bel Air Athletic Club. And I'm thinking, I, you know, I've got a master's degree in exercise physiology, and I've taught physical education court classes. So I know aerobics will do running and swimming and biking and all that. So I drive up to the Bel Air Athletic Club. They want me to teach an aerobic dance class. They have all these women, in, and they're overweight because it was a weight loss program, all these women in, in leotards and tights in a racquetball court expecting me to teach them an aerobic dance class. So I run out to my car, I get a tape, Simon and Garfunkel, the only tape I had, I put it in the cassette, and I taught my first aerobic class, to are you going to Scarborough Fair by Simon and Garfunkel? (laughs) And I realized, I'm horrible at this, they're going to fire me. But hey, my wife Lynn's a dancer, she was a dancer in college, that's how we met, and I'll tell you that story in a little bit, but anyway... I think, and she's only working half days, 12 midnight to 12 noon. I'll let her sleep till four o'clock, wake her up, we'll drive up to Bel Air, and she can teach the class. So sure enough, (laughs) that's what we did. And I'd wake her up, and she'd be half groggy. I'd get her in a car. We'd drive from Bluterville to Bel Air, and she'd start teaching classes. Well, the next thing I know, this small little group of women went from 15 or 20 women to 30 to 40 to 50. The next thing you know... I say to myself, we got a business. I got a superstar. So I started printing off flyers on the printer at the recreation department. Again, I shouldn't be saying this because the rec department, Baltimore County, is going to probably come after me. for I don't don't think so. It's been been a long time. (laughs) So uh, It's only been 35 years. So anyway. I, I would get my rec kids to ride around on their bikes to stick flyers under windshields and in mailboxes. And I'd take them up to the Hunt Valley Mall or the Towson Mall and they'd put flyers under car windshields and uh, windshield wipers. And the security would call me and say, Mr. Brick, we have two kids here that said you told them to put flyers. And I'd say, officer. I never told those kids to do that. I told them not to go there. And then I'd go up, I'd pick them up and I'd go, come on, let's go to the next shopping center. (laughs) And and that's how we marketed this company. And it started getting to where we had racquetball. We would rent racquetball court space throughout Baltimore, places like the Green Spring Racquet Club, Taring Racquet Club, all of these uh, racquetball, some some of the merit facilities, all the uh, racquetball slash tennis facilities that were needing somebody to fill Dead racquetball court space, and I'm telling you, we have th- uh, maybe three, four hundred women in our program, and we must have made three or four hundred bucks a month cash money. So I'm thinking it doesn't get any better than this. I can do this the rest of my life. Lo and behold, Lynn goes and gets pregnant. I mean, I don't, you know, I I don't know how it happened. but She gets you don't know how it happened. I understand with our, that. <laughs> with our second with our second child. So now. We get to that fork in the road that Yogi Berra talks about. And you know Yogi Berra says, when you come to a fork in the road, take it. And everybody laughs like, of course you're going to take it. What they don't realize is it doesn't matter what you do, you're going to make a choice. And sometimes you make a choice of that fork in the road simply by not taking the one road. You automatically have chosen the other. And here we were at this fork in the road because Lynn is pregnant, teaching 20 classes a week. We can't afford anybody to teach those classes because that's all the revenue. So Lynn could go on maternity leave. and I could just stay as a recreation director and teach some classes, education classes, and make a little bit of a living. It was a nice little living. Or we could take that other path and choose, chase something we had come to know and love and really enjoyed and risk everything. And the only way to do it was to get into it full time because Lynn being pregnant was a, a, an immediate reminder that you can't just depend on your feet. And if you're only doing it yourself, you don't really have a business. You're really working for pay. Right. So, when you, so the answer was, of course, to buy a fitness center. So we start looking around and we come up to the Pedonia Fitness Center and here in Timonium. and. We, we struck a deal with Clark McKenzie, and when you really, really need money, who do you always go to when you're a young kid? Who do you always go to? You go to your parents. And go I went to, to my parents. parents. You go to your family. Go to your parents. I borrowed the money. I bought the Padonia Fitness Center in 1985. For the first month, we cried ourselves to sleep, literally, because we were so scared and we didn't know what we were doing and we losing so much money. But today, that building is the headquarters to the 15th largest health club chain in the United States, and the and the moral is, an oak tree ain't nothing but an acorn that stood its ground, so and that's how we got started in business.
1: Yeah, so you grew that, uh, and now your your kids are actually running it. Uh, the brick bodies, uh, are well, they not?
2: Actually, my daughter is running it. My son was in the business and was managing one of my clubs. My daughter was managing one. And then uh, when we uh, had the opportunity to develop a Planet Fitness franchise, we realized that if, uh, if you chase two rabbits, both escape. and We couldn't do both. And Vicky was ready to take over the helm of Brick Bodies, and so we promoted her to, and made her the CEO. So v- Vicky runs really what is the family business, which is Brick Bodies. My son John is actually a uh, a uh, programmer uh, on, uh, in San Francisco and uh, works in a uh, in a startup company in the insurance business writing programs for them.
1: Oh Okay, but he he at one point was in the. Uh... Uh, if I remember the commercials,
2: I was about to say to this day, I will be driving along. Now, Vicky has been the CEO of Planet Now uh, Brick Bodies for at least ten years, maybe longer. I've been in Planet. We've had Planet Fitness now going on twelve years. I will drive up to a stoplight. People will beep. I'll look over. They'll roll down the window and they'll yell at me that they love my commercials. And they'll and they'll. Some of them will say that they're their they, the funniest commercial was when was when my son. Got my daughter in the water, and there, you remember <laughs> the commercial where John pushes Vicky into the pool at her brick Bodies Bedonia, and that's the that's what they remember when John got my daughter in the water. That's <laughs> <So> great.
1: <laughs> that's that's really great. So, over the you know in '85, you you grew your your uh, brick bodies, and they that, are in this area. Correct. And, okay, and how did you build you built a
2: one at a time. What, what, what was the... Well, well, it's funny because we've built really multiple businesses, but the businesses we're most known for, of course, are Brick Bodies and Planet Fitness. And we built Brick Bodies the old-fashioned way, and that is out of cash flow, one at a time, with sweat equity. And for the most part, 100% owners. We've given away some equity uh, to some people that have been with us a long time. It's funny that when I was looking at Brick Bodies at, plant, at Pedonia Fitness Center, to buy it. Remember, I borrowed the money from my dad to buy it. When I was looking to buy it, the kid that showed me around, high school kid from Delaney High School, his name was Chuck Cavallo. Today, Chuck Cavallo is the COO of BrickBody. So my very first employee is still with the company as the COO to Vicky. But the, uh, the thing was that we built it, that company, one at a time with cash flow. We build up Pedonia and then the next club that we opened was Belvedere Women Only, and we built that up, and then we opened Owens Mills, and then we built that up, and then we built Leicester's Town. And it was a lot of fun, and we enjoyed every minute of it. We love every one of those clubs, but it's a real hard way to build a business, and that is trial and error. They, they, They say success comes from good judgment. Good judgment comes from experience, and experience comes from bad judgment. So suffice it to say, those years of building brick bodies one at a time we accumulated a lot of experience, and <laughs> the experience, of course, came from the bad judgment, the okay. mistakes we made. Well,
1: we, I think we need to go to the first break, and we can com- come and talk about it later. When we come back from the break, I will continue my conversation with Victor Brick, CEO of PF uh, Growth Partners. Later in the uh, uh, show, uh, we'll continue with uh, Victor. I'm Alan Hirsch of Alan Hirsch Advisors, and this is AHA Business Radio on CBS Sports Radio. 1300 a.m. I'm Alan Hirsch, and I believe in making a difference in the lives of others. I help you understand your vision, both professional and personal, discover why you're in business, work with your visions to align them with your why, give you feedback on what is important and hold you accountable for your decisions. All this so you can improve your life and improve the lives of the people around you. If that sounds like someone you want to work with, give me a call at 443-977-4500. That's 443-977-4500. Looking for a new website for your business? Need some help getting people on your pages? Adventure Web Interactive is your all-in-one website source. Our websites have won multiple awards and recognitions for innovation and design. Choose from services like website design, mobile app development, database integration, SEO, social media marketing, and content writing. Call Adventure Web today for a free consultation at 410-788-7007 or click on advp.com. Great athletes have coaches, so should CEOs and business owners. Hi, this is Alan Hirsch of Alan Hirsch Advisors. Owning a business takes drive, desire, and a certain amount of luck. Well, I can't help you with the luck. I can help you make better decisions, giving you a competitive edge. If you own a business, I invite you to contact us. Our goal is to help you align your company vision and your personal lives so you'll make and execute better decisions. At Alan Hirsch Advisors, we create those aha moments. Log on to AlanHirschAdvisors.com for more information.
3: When Alzheimer's touches your life, turn to the Alzheimer's Association. They're here to answer your questions and offer support. Their services include free education classes, care consultations, support groups, and early stage social engagement programs. Call their 24-7 helpline day or night at 800-272-3900. That's 800-272-3900.
1: Great athletes have coaches. So should CEOs and business owners. Hi, this is Alan Hirsch of Alan Hirsch Advisors. Owning a business takes drive, desire, and a certain amount of luck. While I can't help you with the luck, I can help you make better decisions, giving you a competitive edge. If you own a business, I invite you to contact us. Our goal is to help you align your company vision and your personal lives so you'll make and execute better decisions. At Alan Hirsch Advisors, we create those aha moments. Log on to alanhirschadvisors.com for more information.
4: At Offit Kerman, we do things differently. Clients choose us because we understand business and we're innovative problem solvers. We are attorneys who help business owners excel in both their professional and personal lives and in the most productive and cost-effective manner. That's what makes us the perfect legal partner for maximizing and protecting your business value and individual wealth. We are a full-service law firm. We are Offit Kerman. How can we help you?
0: You're listening to a pre-recorded show. Now back to Aha Business Radio, creating Aha moments for business, by business, and about business. Once again, here's your host, Alan Hirsch.
1: Welcome back to the show. On the phone with me is Victor Brick, CEO of PF Growth Partners. Welcome back to the show, Victor.
2: Well, thanks for having me, Alan. Great to and be here.
1: I'm I'm here. Uh, one question that I know uh, uh, your publicist gave me is, how did you meet Lynn?
2: Well, it's, uh, it was one of those stories, uh, college sweetheart. Uh, I was playing basketball. I was a basketball player. I was playing basketball at Towson. And this girl walked through the gym in her leotards and tights on the way to the dance studio on the other side of the basketball court, the other side of the basketball gym. We had practice. And somebody whistled at her. And instead of looking away or looking down, this beautiful girl turned, smiled, and looked at us. And I thought she was looking right at me. And I turned to my buddy, Dave Schwartz, who's still a friend. I'd never seen this girl before in my life. And I said to Dave, you see that girl? I'm going to marry her. And that's that's exactly what I did. So I was trying to get the right time to introduce myself. And I would look. I would would after practice her. Before practice, I'd go and I'd look in that little window. You ever seen those dance studios? With the yes, solid I've wood seen doors them. Yep. More and and, more, and that, those yeah. windows, you know, those windows right. you can look through. So I'd look in the window and there'd be all these other girls around. So I could never kind of walk in there and I didn't want to get rejected and embarrassed. So. But one day I looked in the dance studio at the, on a Friday at Towson University, and sure enough, this young lady was in there by herself practicing her dance classes. And I said, now's my chance. So I got my buddy, Jimmy Sandusky, Jerry Sandusky's brother, there, the uh, sportscaster. And yes, and Jimmy, I, I know. Uh, I know, yep. Jerry. And so, so Jimmy and I were classmates. You know, he played football at Towson, and he's coached a boys' Latin. So anyway— I said, come on, Jimmy, you got to help me. We got to break the ice so with we, we this girl. So I went down to the weight room, the, 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 the dance studio. Now, there's nobody else in the entire building. It's a Friday at Towson, which was at the time a commuter school. Now, I opened the door, stuck my head in. I said, excuse me, man. Now, remember, I still didn't know her name. I said, excuse me, man. The weight room's really crowded, but we want to stretch. Can we stretch in the corner? And I knew she would say, sure, come on in. So she came, she said, come on in. And I had a jump rope with me. And I was a pretty good skipper being a basketball player. So I started skipping rope a lot, like Muhammad Ali, you know, the crosses and doing all that kind of stuff, Sugar Ray Leonard type footwork. And she said, Wow, you, were, you skip rope really well. And I said, Well, I'm working on my footwork because I'm going to go after the dance company. And she said, Really? I'm in the dance company. And I said, No kidding. And so the first three dates, we went to a dance recitals and things. And finally, I told her, Lynn, I'm not going out to the dance company, to which he replied, no kidding. (laughs) And that's how we met.
1: So that's a a great story. So uh, let's get back to a little bit of business. So you've got Brick Bodies. You're growing it. How did you get involved in Planet Fitness?
2: Well as I said, we grew brick bodies one club at a time, and we loved it. We loved them all, and we loved the uh, the fitness industry. But I will tell you, it was very difficult and very management intensive and capital intensive. So we were always looking for a, a a a concept that you could scale and easily duplicate, and in the fitness industry. Since the inception of the industry, people have always been looking at ways to tap into the other 85%. 15% of the people in society and the area tend to work out no matter what and belong to health clubs and they're fit and active, but 85% kind of are on the fence and haven't really committed to exercise and working out and taking care of themselves physically. And we've, as an industry, always been trying to tap that, 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 that great market potential. So Lynn uh, was at a convention in Boston for the fitness industry, and I went along, she was on this committee and I, I went along and was hanging out with a friend who owned health clubs as well. And we had heard about this concept called Planet Fitness. And it was 10 bucks a month. And we said to ourselves, what kind of health club could possibly be offered 10 bucks a month? And there was one right near him, and we said, let's go check it out. We expected to see this cheap equipment, this dirty place, this poor service. And we went in. It was a very, very nice club, great equipment, very well kept. And we said to ourselves, and we also noticed that the general population in there was the average individual, not a lot of really fit people, not a lot of bodybuilders, not a lot of people in the group exercise and personal training. And that's when he was impressed but didn't make the leap but I was so impressed that I said to myself, "I've got to get involved with that model." And so we came back to Maryland and we uh, we contacted the parent company and found out that there was an opportunity in Maryland to open up clubs and get a get a get a a, a, a exclusive it's called a ADA it's really considered yeah. basically a, a territory And right. so we applied in two thousand when we we had the money. To get the ada but we didn't have the money to actually open the clubs and we knew that we wouldn't we would run out of money if we didn't didn't uh solve that problem so we contact uh, i, I reset a couple of my friends who had kind of grown up with me since college uh, uh one of them was terry woods and the other earl isle and we formed a partnership in between the three of us and then we brought remember that guy that i said was my coo that uh was working on Brick Bodies still, where we yeah. he became a partner, and, and uh, Lynn, of course, was a partner, and we formed Planet Fitness Maryland, and that was at the very end of 2007, the beginning of 2008. And the deal was put our money into Open 3, use the cash flow from three clubs to get to 10 and then sell, and that was 70 clubs ago. We're now sitting on 70 clubs. <laughs>
1: You, you didn't sell. No,
2: we did not sell.
1: <laughs> you have 70 clubs, and do you expand now past
2: uh, the Maryland borders? Well, right now we have clubs in Maryland, Tennessee, Florida, Washington, D.C., Washington, state of Washington, Seattle, basically from the Canadian border to the Oregon border, and Australia. So we are not only a national company – we are an international company. I remember going to a conference once and, you know, you hear all these guys talk about stuff. And the tendency is to say to yourself, one, that doesn't relate to me. And two, I can't do that. And that's what I said when I heard this guy, because you know what he said? He said, if you're going to be a business in the United States, you might as well be national. And I thought to myself here, I was sitting on five brick bodies clubs. I'm thinking, well, that's not going to happen. <laughs> well, what I, did, what I did was I limited my thinking. And Over time, I've expanded that. So now, now not only am I a national company, but I'm an international company. So how did you grow? What's the
1: secret behind the growth that in early 2008, 2009, the last recession Mm -hmm. we had uh, prior to this uh, coronavirus, starting these businesses in 2008, it must have been a difficult time.
2: Well, it's funny because we didn't know any better. And ignorance is bliss to a certain degree. It's kind of like these young guys now coming out and starting up these companies and and, and just, you know, uh, uh, an app or uh, social media or whatever it is and just doing phenomenal things because they didn't know any better. We didn't even even think about it being a, a down economy. We just thought it was a business opportunity. Initially, no, we couldn't get money. We were taking private money at 18. We once took money at 25%. Can you imagine paying 25% interest? But guess what? It got us to open a club. And that club today makes a ton of money, and we paid that guy off in one year. So what, basically, we did whatever we had to do. We didn't think why we couldn't do something. We thought, gosh, we got to go. We got to move. Let's do it. And then once we got to critical mass, which was about 10 or 15 clubs, all of a sudden now, it, it, it's, business is funny and life's funny, isn't it? When, when can you get all the money you want? The answer is when you don't need it. When can you not get any money? The answer is when you need it. When I needed money, the only guy I was going to give it to me was my father. When I didn't need money, I'm starting to make some money. Everybody wanted to give us money. And we had the courage to take it and to try to do something with it. And, too, you know, there's there, Planet Fitness is a franchise, as you know, and there's now right. 2,100 clubs. We were the 10th person in on the model, which means we were one of the first in. And two years in a row, we were the developer of the year, which means we opened more clubs in those years than any other operator in the entire country. And the reason was because if we were going to do it, we were going to do it. We believed in ourselves. We believed in our product. And we knew what's the worst that could happen. And that is we have to start over. So what the hell? Let's go for it.
1: Well, this is a, a good time. Uh, we can go on to some other discussions as, as we come back from the next break. And I'll continue our conversation with uh, uh, Victor Brick, CEO of PF Growth Partners. I'm Alan Hirsch of Alan Hirsch's Advisors. And this is AHA Business Radio on CBS Sports Radio, 1300 AM. Great athletes have coaches. Social CEOs and business owners. Hi, this is Alan Hirsch of Alan Hirsch Advisors. Owning a business takes drive, desire, and a certain amount of luck. Well, I can't help you with the luck. I can help you make better decisions, giving you a competitive edge. If you own a business, I invite you to contact us. Our goal is to help you align your company vision and your personal lives so you'll make and execute better decisions. At Alan Hirsch Advisors, we create those aha moments. Log on to alanhirschadvisors.com for more information. Is your website up to the new Google standards? If it has been a while since your website has been updated, you could be missing out on valuable traffic because potential clients can't find you. At Adventure Web Interactive, our web designers can update your site by optimizing it for search engines and maximizing user experience. Contact Adventure Web today at 410 788 7007 for a free website analysis or visit us on the web at advp.com Join Casey Cares in celebrating 20 years at their roaring 20th anniversary gala at the American Visionary Art Museum. The Casey Cares Foundation provides ongoing and uplifting activities for critically ill children by organizing family-centric events. For kids that are undergoing treatment for leukemia, severe sickle cell, cystic fibrosis, and other life-threatening illnesses, visit CaseyCares.org or call 443-568-0064.
0: This event will now take place on June 27th.
3: When Alzheimer's touches your life, turn to the Alzheimer's Association. They're here to answer your questions and offer support. Their services include free education classes, care consultations, support groups, and early-stage social engagement programs. Call their 24-7 helpline day or night at 800-272-3900. That's 800-272-3900.
1: I'm Alan Hirsch, and I believe in making a difference in the lives of others. I help you understand your vision, both professional and personal. Discover why you're in business. Work with your visions to align them with your why. Give you feedback on what is important and hold you accountable for your decisions. All this so you can improve your life and improve the lives of the people around you. If that sounds like someone you want to work with, give me a call at 443-977-4500. That's 443-977-4500.
5: Baltimore, this is Will Holmes, Chairman of the Board of the Baltimore City Chamber of Commerce. We are building a community and you are invited. Join us every first Tuesday evening for our general body meeting, every second Tuesday evening for our Business After Dark networking event, and every fourth Wednesday morning for our breakfast networking and resources event. The City Chamber is here to bring business leaders like you together and make it easier for you to do business. Learn more about these events, membership opportunities, and how you can get involved in Baltimore's business community at baltimorecitychamber.org.
0: You're listening to a pre recorded show. Now, back to AHA Business Radio, creating AHA moments for business, by business, and about business. Once again, here's your host, Alan Hirsch. Uh,
1: welcome back to the show. I'm talking uh, to Victor Brick, CEO of PF uh, Growth uh, Partners. Victor, how are you doing? Great to have you with me. Um, yeah, great to
2: be back, Alan. Appreciate you having me on. It's my pleasure. Uh, I,
1: I am curious, uh, the growth for you. You did this growth, and where is it, you know, you, you grew 70 in 12 years, 70 clubs, uh, and I'm interested how you got into Australia, I have, having been there six times on business myself. How you manage it from such a distance, and then what are your plans for growth into uh, the 2020s?
2: Well, a lot of people ask that, of course. How do you do it? How do you manage uh, such a, a, a large number of locations and they are physical locations in such a wide geographic area? And the answer I always give them is the same answer that John Wooden, remember, I'm a big basketball guy. And, you know, John Wooden was the winningest basketball coach of all time, 10 NCAA championships at UCLA. And they asked him, who are the best coaches you coached against? And his answer was, why, the ones with the best players, of course. So people ask me how I do it, and I always say the same thing, why. I've got great people, of course. How else can I do it? How else could I do it if it was just Maryland? It's five hours from Salisbury to Cumberland, Maryland. I've got a club in each spot. So if it was just the state of Maryland, I couldn't do it without great people. So what I try to do is I try to develop an organization that puts people in the, the classic right seats on the bus, get them in the right position. I'm very clear with our instructions and responsibilities and with chain of command, and then I let them – I give them a lot of leeway – to make wise decisions, to make decisions based on certain parameters, and then we communicate, we communicate, we communicate. So we'll do things like every quarter. We'll, every month we have an all-team huddle for each territory, and then once a quarter we'll have an all-team huddle for the whole company where we'll video conference everybody in, well, I'll give a presentation, we'll give a presentation, but it's not just everybody watching Lynn and me on screen. They will be on screen. Seattle will take part of the meeting. Tennessee will conduct part of the meeting. Florida will conduct part of the meeting. The headquarters in Maryland will be the main source of the meeting. That's where all the technology is. But the point is that everybody feels connected to the company. So we run a large company, well over 1,000 employees, like we run a small company like Brick Bodies. And we truly believe that culture eats strategy for breakfast, and it all begins with a culture. And we just hammer culture. We live it. We breathe it. And we really uh, So, so what is to, the culture to... you live and breathe? The culture that we live and breathe is hire people who, you be- who, who believe what you believe and know the values of the company and live the values of the company. So So what are the values of the company? Well, the values of the company starts with our mission, which is to change people's lives. And then it goes into things like we have what's called a house of values and everybody has it hanging in their office and it's got the steps and the steps of the house, their values are to change people's lives. Feng shui, which is managing energy in the space. uh, And then the, the rest of our core, core values. Then we have our, Core purpose, which is above, and uh, the, uh, which is the roof of the house of values with culturally strategy for breakfast being the lentil. And one of the sides of the roof is do everything whim, which is world class, humorous, inspirational, and memorable. And then on the other side is loyalty, integrity, and service. So those are kind of like the, the, the values. And then there are pillars and each pillar is something like uh inspect what you expect uh someone's always watching uh take a message to Garcia all of these things and all of these are ingrained into the staff initially at a one day staff training at corporate with Lynn and I we call it the launch and everybody comes from around the country whenever anytime you you get promoted to a management position and then on an ongoing basis through any one of a wide number of different ways. But the whole thing is to constantly reinforce the values of the company and to make sure that everyone in the company believes the values and lives them. And then we try to pass it on to the members as well.
1: Yeah. So when you're looking to hire somebody, what, you know, and and I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I'm hearing something from you. I've heard from a lot of other CEOs that have grown businesses. Uh, and that is you hire slowly and you fire quickly.
2: Correct. And um, um, yep. And and what we, what we do when we hire people is we've got a whole, we've got a very extensive hiring process, but one of the things that we look for, there's two things that a person can do, and that is either deliver a product or share the vision. So let's take fitness. You're a great trainer and you love people and you just want to make a difference in the world. Well, you can deliver the product. You've been a trainer for 10 years, and you certainly share the vision. You want to make a difference in the world, and you want to help people. But there are some people that have never been a trainer, but they love people, they're willing to learn, and they want to make a difference. They cannot deliver the product, but because they share the vision, you can work with those people. There are other people that have been great trainers. They've had their own business. They make a lot of money, have made a lot of money in the past. They want to come to work for you because they think – they can make money for you, and if you're willing to pay them at a higher level than the other trainers because of their experience, they guarantee that they'll be worth every penny you pay them. They can deliver the product because they've been trainers and they know their business, but they don't share the vision because they think it's about the money and that you should treat them special just because they have little more ability to generate revenue than somebody else. Most people make the mistake of hiring somebody that can deliver the product over somebody that shares the vision. We do the exact opposite. Anybody, anybody can hire somebody that can do both. That's so easy. That's, we call them your superstars. That's Michael Jordan. It's the guys in beat. And then there's people that can do neither. They've never been a trainer and they hate people and they just want to get a free membership. And believe it or not, we've had people that have said that in the interview. They just want a free membership. They're easy not to hire. Anybody can see that guy's not a good hire. It's the people in between where so many people made the, mis- make the mistake, ourselves included. So we emphasize, shares the vision, over delivers the product, and that really comes from if you think about it. I'm sure you know Simon Sinek. Start with yeah. why. Yes, it's one, uh... of, one of the yeah. It's one of the videos we show to our people. when the first training I told you about, and in it, what does he say? Hire people who believe what you believe. He never right. says hire people with great skill and ability. That. That, that are accomplished, he says. Hire people who believe what you believe, and we hammer that home.
1: Well, uh, uh, I'm actually a certified Y coach, so I believe there in what Simon Sinek uh, talks about. And one of his things, uh, you know, is uh, if your employees don't love the business, why should the why should the customers? Exactly. And so, until yeah. your employees love the business, love what they're doing. Then the the uh, customer can love it too. Exactly. And you're not a commodity. That's correct. And and that's that's what Simon Sinek talks about. So uh oh I think it's I think uh and and it's all culture. It's all culture. Right. It talks about it why you culture. do what you do,
2: which is that's what right. you're doing. Exactly. So how do we do Australia? I'm yes. another proponent of Sun Tzu's The Art of War. As a matter of fact, I'm just rereading it while I'm quarantined in my house, Sun Tzu's The Art of War. And what he says, and if you think about American politics and policy, sometimes you realize why we're in a quagmire in the Middle East. He says, do not conquer a land unless you intend to dwell in it. Do not conquer a land unless you intend to dwell in it. When the Romans would conquer territory, they always transplant Romans there and make it a Roman settlement. So we're going to invade Australia. What are we going to do? Hire a bunch of mercenaries over there and try to hope that they learn the culture? No. We send one of our partners from uh, uh, Oregon and and uh, Alaska. We, we partnered with a group that has health clubs in Oregon and Alaska. And they have a franchise there. And we, of course, have franchises where I told you, including Seattle. So we're kind of neighbors in the American Northwest. <laughs> You're 400 miles close to somebody, your neighbor. One of the partners transla- uh, uh, relocated to Australia. And we sent, remember I told you those partners we pulled together in 2008, 2007 to start Planet Fitness Growth Partners? One of them was Terry Woods. We sent Terry Woods' daughter. who We had trained for eight years there. So again, people. We sent our best people. She's as good as we've got. She's second in command there. The first in command is a partner in in an American Planet Fitness organization. We did not hand it over to mercenaries that we couldn't really trust or know and they are running basically so, the same yeah, business so you, you, we're running. So
1: you took the right road. You sent
2: people. Right. Exactly. We, we settled. Uh,
1: you sent the people that they could then establish correct. their mission and what That's they correct. need to do yep. and you created a uh, again an, another uh, entity. Uh, I do have to go to the next commercial break. And when we uh, come back, I will continue the discussion with Victor Brick, CEO of PF Growth Partners. I'm Alan Hirsch of Alan Hirsch Advisors. And this is AHA Business Radio on CBS Sports Radio, 1300 AM. In the digital world, first impressions are everything. If your site is slow or outdated, you could be missing out on valuable business. The team at Adventure Web Interactive is ready to help you bring your website up to date so that you can reach new audiences and convert more leads. Contact Adventure Web today at 410-788-7007 for a free website analysis or visit them on the web at advp.com. Join Casey Cares in celebrating 20 years at their roaring 20th anniversary gala at the American Visionary Art Museum. The Casey Cares Foundation provides ongoing and uplifting activities for critically ill children by organizing family-centric events. For kids that are undergoing treatment for leukemia, severe sickle cell, cystic fibrosis, and other life-threatening illnesses, visit CaseyCares.org or call
6: 443-568-0064.
0: This event will now take place on June 27th.
6: The Maryland Small Business Awards are ready for this year's Big Chamber Contest. During the month of March, votes are placed for all Maryland-based chambers, and the top three winners are recognized during the June 4th event. Small Business runs Maryland, and we want to acknowledge the advocates who work alongside them. Vote at mdsbwawards.org. The Maryland Small Business Awards, a winning tradition for over 35 years. Special thanks to Baltimore County Census Bureau. Great athletes have coaches. So should CEOs and business owners. Hi, this is Alan Hirsch of
1: Alan Hirsch Advisors. Owning a business takes drive, desire, and a certain amount of luck. Well, I can't help you with the luck. I can help you make better decisions, giving you a competitive edge. If you own a business, I invite you to contact us. Our goal is to help you align your company vision and your personal lives so you'll make and execute better decisions. At Alan Hirsch Advisors, we create those aha moments. Log on to alanhirschadvisors.com for more information. The Maryland Construction Network is an innovative construction association representing the entire construction community with premier networking events, relevant educational programs, and unique and creative ways to market and promote your business. The question is, why not the Maryland Construction Network? It's affordable and it's effective. As a business coach, I recommend that you check it out for yourself. Visit mdconstructionnet.net to learn more. That's mdconstructionnet.net. I'm Alan Hirsch, and I believe in making a difference in the lives of others. I help you understand your vision, both professional and personal, discover why you're in business, work with your visions to align them with your why, give you feedback on what is important and hold you accountable for your decisions. All this so you can improve your life and improve the lives of the people around you. If that sounds like someone you want to work with, give me a call at 443-977-4500. That's 443-977-4500.
0: You're listening to a pre-recorded show. Now, back to AHA Business Radio, creating AHA moments for business, by business, and about business. Once again, here's your host, Alan Hirsch.
1: Welcome back to the show. On the telephone with me is Victor Brick, CEO of PF Growth Partners. Welcome back, Victor.
2: Pleasure to be here.
0: Thank
1: you. Uh, My pleasure. One of the things when you started, uh, tonight with the interview with me you talked about your desire to change the world to change people and one one area uh, that we haven't talked about is your foundation can you talk a little bit about it how it got started
2: and what it does today sure alan uh, like i said I, what was re- always really driven me is trying to make a difference in the world and help change people's lives for the better And my brother John suffered, my oldest brother John, suffered from schizophrenia his entire life and died from complications of the disease uh, due mostly to being over-medicated. And this was the most talented individual I've ever known, certainly the most talented in my family. And his funeral is one of the saddest funerals I've ever attended. The only people there were my parents and my siblings. And it was if this beautiful individual, talented person, Life didn't matter. It was as if he never existed. And I am telling you, in that church, that night, that day, I said to myself, "This is not the way my brother will go out. They will remember John W. Brick, and other families cannot go through the pain and suffering my parents went through, and we as siblings and brother and sisters, brothers and sister, went through all those years of watching my brother basically in pain." And so we came up with the idea of the John W. Brick Mental Health Foundation. And we paired it with our, with Lynn and my love of fitness and and health and of knowing how valuable, how interrelated the mind and the body is. And so we we decided to to develop, to to create the John W. Brick Mental Health Foundation whose mission is to change the way the world treats mental health. And how do we do that? We do that through promoting and funding evidence-based research on how holistic methods such as exercise, diet, and healthy lifestyle habits, choices, benefit mental health. Because we saw in all the years of John's treatment in some of the best mental hospitals in the world, including many here in Baltimore, he was never once put on a totally integrated, well-rounded program that combined things like exercise, nutrition, psychoanalysis, uh, uh, meditation, and uh, medication, And John needed medication. We are not one of these people that say, oh, fitness is going to cure everything. But it needs to be part of the solution. And for most of us, it needs to be the beginning of the treatment. Right now, a lot of people are going through a lot of heartache and suffering and doubt and, and, and mental, mental challenges with the coronavirus and this quarantine. And this, these are the people that hopefully won't just turn to medication because most of them, quite frankly, aren't there yet. They don't need that yet if they employ a lot of healthy lifestyle choices to get their bodies basically more resilient and producing the proper hormones so that their body can handle this stress because Lord knows it's with us every single day. You go to bed, it's there, and you wake up, it's there. So that's where the John W. Brick Mental Health Foundation comes in. And what we found, Alan, was that there were so many studies out there that really didn't conclusively prove how exercise, nutrition, healthy lifestyle choices, healthy living benefited mental health. They were anecdotal. They were eight people in a YMCA over six weeks. So we're doing a landmark study of the University of California, San Francisco, a two-year, $1.2 million study, which the foundation is funding, to show how stress, how positive stress, positive stress in the form of high-intensity interval training for one group, the Wim Hof method of breathing and ice treatments. And uh, for another group, and meditation for a third group, how those three modalities benefit mental health. And we are quantifying it with uh, measuring the vagus nerve and how quickly it responds to stress. And I don't want to bore you with the details, but the point is it's a scientific study, not an anecdotal study. And we hope to start getting people to, to not only say, well, everybody knows that exercise helps, but to accept it as a viable form of treatment for mental health.
1: Well, I'm, I, you know, I don't know much about mental health. Uh, I know there we're not doing it right in this country, uh, but I would think there's nutritional things that people could be doing, as well as the uh, physical exercise and maintaining their uh, uh, the, uh, a regimen that can keep them healthy in body and healthy in soul.
2: Well, well think about it, Alan. You, you, you've been hearing all this about coronavirus, and we're going to talk about it in a couple of minutes. How many? Things have you seen on television or in the news about how important it is right now to maintain your mental health. I will tell you: in a normal year, in a normal year, 27% of the American population suffers from some type of diagnosable mental health issue. This year it'll be 50%. In Tennessee, last year. Now remember, I've got clubs in Tennessee. Last week, not last year, last week. In Tennessee, more people committed suicide than died of the coronavirus. This mental health problems will be the legacy of this coronavirus if we let it. What we should be preaching people is how to maintain a healthy uh, mental outlook and a healthy body and a healthy mind and how to withstand the, 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 this, this interruption into their life. Because for many people, we, we're, we're fine with it and we can adjust, but there are very many others quite frankly, are really struggling with it. So that's an example. It's more than ever, it's needed, and yet you hardly hear anybody even talking about it. It's an afterthought, and every now and then they'll do an article on it, interview one psychiatrist or something. It's pretty and, and, sad. And,
1: and it needs to be. I mean, people are are being
2: sequestered in their own apartments. Uh, and, that's, respect- it, and it goes so much further than just being sequestered. Think about the people that had to cancel their weddings or the the high school kids' Everybody thinks mental health is an illness for the older, or for adults. How about all those high school kids that that lost their graduation or that can't go see their girlfriend or boyfriend or or losing their senior year of high school? A lot of clinical depression is a form of mental health. And it leads, quite frankly, leads to so many other forms of illness. And so these are the guys. And right now, what's everybody telling you? Can't go to the gym. Can't go play tennis. You can't do this. You can't. So it's so much harder than ever. Right. Quote, I mean, I was no a, I was a stuff. lacrosse
1: player. Yeah, uh, you played you played basketball. I played lacrosse. Right. Uh, and to think that lacrosse stopped.
2: Yes. Just think, all those kids. You can't even go if you went out to a field with five kids right now and started throwing around a lacrosse ball. Police would come by and tell you you're not social distancing. I mean, hey. it's harder than ever to get fitness, and it's not just, of course physical fitness it's mental fitness breathing exercises uh uh, you know how hard is it now to do meditation when you're living in a house with six other people and none of you can go out right (laughs) it's it's tougher than ever how well and and then if you're living in a house in a a house by yourself right and and and, and watching television and eating bad food all the time you know everybody's saying well we're eating at home we're able to cook most people aren't cooking healthy meals they don't even know what healthy meals are and a lot of them are ordering food through the mail or getting to the grocery store and buying their meals in bags and so my point is more than ever healthy lifestyle choices not just exercise healthy lifestyle choices are critical to maintain good mental and physical health and you know the statistics and the f- statistics for this coronavirus prove conclusively people in better mental and physical health have been able to uh, withstand and, and cope with this coronavirus better than ones without. The, the, the people with health issues, whether it be through poor lifestyle choices or through, unfortunately, poor uh, circumstances beyond their control, be the poor genes are the ones that are most at risk.
1: Right. Uh, being able to, you know, I've been around a while, longer than you, I think. Uh, <laughs> and trying to sit around sometimes can be, and doing nothing, Uh, And you then have to find things that you can do uh, to keep yourself active. Yep. And, uh, you know, your mental activity, your physical
2: activity. Right. uh, And so what we want to do with the foundation is to come up, make it really more of a publicity, uh, educational foundation. We want to develop habits that people can follow, simple habits. And make them public knowledge so people know if I'm feeling this way I should get more of that or or I should you know, a lot of the uh, simple diets like getting and not eating sugar and reducing alcohol, people are understand, but they don't always know how it affects their mental health as well. And the comfort food is anything but comforting. It will cause depression. Sugar yes, will cause I, depression. Yeah, I clinically I, clinically I've, cause depression. Yep.
1: So what what do you see as uh, with about two minutes left, what do you see as the future with the coronavirus? What do you see as a future for Planet Fitness and the Brick studios?
2: Yeah, for, for, for Planet Fitness? What I see is that, yes, business will never be the same. But at the same time, there will always be a need for gathering places and for socialization. And I think that the answer is for people to become more resilient through healthy lifestyle choices, like I just said, so that they don't need to wear masks continually. They don't need to maintain six-foot distances indefinitely, and they don't need to avoid uh, closed environments. Because if they do, kiss goodbye to organized sports, kiss goodbye to concerts, kiss goodbye to graduations, kiss goodbye to on and on and on and on. The Americans and the, and the world in general have to become more resilient and be able to withstand these things. So uh, what I see for Planet and for Brick Bodies is that we become more relevant than ever. We become more relevant than ever. And the um, Alan, like you said, you're talking about being around a long time and I've been around a long time. And you remember, when anybody that joined the health club joined for two reasons, get bigger or get smaller. Okay. The, men get, the men wanted to get bigger, they wanted the bigger guns, okay. the Victor, women all wanted we, to get smaller. We've,
1: we've got to go, we're out of time. Uh, how can our listeners reach uh, uh,
2: the uh, Planet Fitness and or you? If to reach me, you can get me at Victor at PFGrowth, without the O, so pfgrwth.com, Victor at PFGrowth.com. And to learn more about the foundation, you can log on to info at John W. Brick, B-R-I-C-K, foundation.org. Info at JohnWBrickFoundation.org.
1: Well, thank you very much uh, for being on the show. I appreciate it. I also want to thank my producer, Kevin, uh, uh, for making things uh, work in this time of coronavirus. I'm Alan Hirsch of Alan Hirsch Advisors, your host. To reach me, call 443-977-4500 or visit my website, alanhirschadvisors.com. You can listen to the podcast of past shows at www.ahabusinessradio.com. I'm Alan Hirsch, and this has been AHA Business Radio on CBS Sports Radio, 1300 AM. I'm Alan Hirsch, and I believe in making a difference in the lives of others. I help you understand your vision, both professional and personal. Discover why you're in business. Work with your visions to align them with your why. Give you feedback on what is important and hold you accountable for your decisions. All this so you can improve your life and improve the lives of the people around you. If that sounds like someone you want to work with, give me a call at 443-977-4500. That's 443-977-4500.
5: Baltimore, this is Will Holmes, Chairman of the Board of the Baltimore City Chamber of Commerce. We are building a community and you are invited. Join us every first Tuesday evening for our general body meeting, every second Tuesday evening for our Business After Dark networking event, and every fourth Wednesday morning for our breakfast networking and resources event. The City Chamber is here to bring business leaders like you together and make it easier for you to do business. Learn more about these events, membership opportunities, and how you can get involved in Baltimore's business community at BaltimoreCityChamber.org. Great athletes
1: have coaches, so should CEOs and business owners. Hi, this is Alan Hirsch of Alan Hirsch Advisors. Owning a business takes drive, desire, and a certain amount of luck. While I can't help you with the luck, I can help you make better decisions, giving you a competitive edge. If you own a business, I invite you to contact us. Our goal is to help you align your company vision and your personal lives so you'll make and execute better decisions. At Allen Hirsch Advisors, we create those aha moments. Log on to AllenHirschAdvisors.com for more information.
6: The Maryland Small Business Awards are ready for this year's Big Chamber Contest. During the month of March, votes are placed for all Maryland-based chambers, and the top three winners are recognized during the June 4th event. Small Business runs Maryland, and we want to acknowledge the advocates who work alongside them. Vote at mdsbwawards.org. The Maryland Small Business Awards, a winning tradition for over 35 years. Special thanks to Baltimore County Census Bureau.
4: At Offit Kerman. We do things differently. Clients choose us because we understand business and we're innovative problem solvers. We are attorneys who help business owners excel in both their professional and personal lives and in the most productive and cost-effective manner. That's what makes us the perfect legal partner for maximizing and protecting your business value and individual wealth. We are a full-service law firm. We are Offit Kerman. How can we help you? Great athletes have coaches, so should CEOs and business owners. Hi, this is Alan Hirsch of Alan Hirsch Advisors.
1: Owning a business takes drive, desire, and a certain amount of luck. Well, I can't help you with the luck, I can help you make better decisions, giving you a competitive edge. If you own a business, I invite you to contact us. Our goal is to help you align your company vision and your personal lives so you'll make and execute better decisions. At Alan Hirsch Advisors, we create those aha moments Log on to allenhirschadvisors.com for more information. I'm Alan Hirsch, and I trust my digital marketing to the experts at Adventure Web Interactive. They have grown my Twitter following by 400%, increased my web views by 200%, and helped me reach new audiences. From content creation to social media management, Adventure Web has been an invaluable partner in helping me maximize my online presence. Contact them today at 410-788-7007. Or visit them on the web at advp.com. I'm Alan Hirsch, and I believe in making a difference in the lives of others. I help you understand your vision, both professional and personal. Discover why you're in business. Work with your visions to align them with your why. Give you feedback on what is important and hold you accountable for your decisions. All this so you can improve your life and improve the lives of the people around you. If that sounds like someone you want to work with, give me a call at 443-977-4500. That's 443